0: friends welcome to race the rise podcast a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy to follow practices to live a better life i am your host mittel patel a parenting junkie ayurveda enthusiast and an advocate of conscious living It's early evening, kids are watching their favorite TV show in the background, and you're sitting on the couch with your phone watching those funny reels. You know you have your dream project waiting for you to get done, for you to get back to. And yet, instead of tackling your favorite project, you spend hours Pursuing Instagram, looking at those funny reels, looking at your friend's vacation pictures. You don't even enjoy it. In fact, you're feeling guilty about it. And yet, you just can't stop yourself. And every five minutes, you're opening those social media apps. Hoping that now you'll find that joy. Hoping you'll find that next idea. And hoping maybe you can go into your email box and delete some of the spam mail and give yourself a short reprieve from the guilt of procrastination. Yes, procrastination is a term that has become so popular in recent times. And it's no surprise either. Because many of us can relate to the problem of procrastination. And I bet you relate to the story of scenario that I just shared. By the way, I'm there with you too. Some days, I get into that loop too. But have you thought about where this comes from? What is the root of this procrastination? I did, my friends. I had to learn about it. And I actually... I'm lucky to say that I have a personal coach who tackled this for me, who helped me out to find the answers from within. And he says that procrastination comes from a lack of knowledge. But the real procrastination comes from self-doubt. Yes, self-doubt. Because we think we're not good enough. Because we think we can't do this. Because we think we are just not capable. We don't deserve it. This is where it comes from. And we think that we can't solve the challenge or we can't solve, you know, the problem or can't solve the hurdle. And my friend, if you don't remove the self-doubt, you will always procrastinate and always overthink. And the day when I... Heard him say this to me that the root cause is the self-doubt was the day I was like, oh my goodness, never thought about it. Never thought that I had self-doubt. But friends, let me tell you, there's so much, so much more. And don't worry, there are other party crashers to our productivity in the procrastination and there are... You know, we could be procrastinating because the project is maybe boring or it's too frustrating or it's too difficult or maybe it's unstructured. We don't have a structure, a plan. We could be lacking a personal meaning or the why we're doing it. So there could be so many root causes for the procrastination. There are three questions that I ask myself to find the root cause of the procrastination. Number one, what is the trigger that's stopping me from starting? Question number two, what trigger am I experiencing that is blocking me? And number three, what can I do to overcome this trigger right now? After reflecting on these questions and finding the root cause, the next step is taking action. Yes, my friend. Procrastination is when our attention gets lost on the wrong thing and therefore we get distracted and waste our time. So we have to take action. Most of the time, procrastination is all about thinking phase or, you know, avoiding phase or just getting distracted and putting our mind to something else. But if we take action, if we are in the mess, we can find the message that we're looking for, right? And at that point, our mess becomes our message. And so it's so important to take action because my coach tells me that it's not always about just thinking, 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 thinking and then doing it's about thinking doing thinking doing you have to do this simultaneously you have to do it parallel you know you have to think and then do think and do he says when you think for so long and then go to doing it doesn't work that way this thinking doing thinking doing needs a structure you need a boundary because if you don't have a plan if you don't have a structure this action is no point because it doesn't lead you to anywhere, right? It's just directionless. So how do you give yourself a structure? You plan it, right? And to plan it, you research and prep. Once you research and prep, then you experiment. You execute the plan. And how do you plan? We plan by being specific about the project. You talk about when, where, what, how, and why. Yes, you need to know when, where, what, how, and why of your project in order for you to take the action, in order for you to execute the plan. Now, the real antidote of procrastination is execution, right? So how do you execute this project or, you know, how do you work on this? Of course, first we set the goal with when, where, what, how, and why, and then we use the concept of pomodoro technique. Yes, if you've never heard it, my friend, this is like a must it's a must for us parents, especially because we have such a complex lives to maintain with maintaining you know the house chores, the couriers, the kids, the well being in between all these we also want to if we also want to focus on our dreams and the passion then my friend pomodoro technique is your best friend yes so how does this work the idea is that you set a timer for 25 minutes and if you want to be like really true to the method you have to use a non digital timer so you set a timer for 25 minutes and then you spend that time focusing on a single task that you have chosen beforehand, no matter what. And this 25-minute chunk is called Pomodoro. And I do this all the time where I tell my kids ahead of time that for next 25 minutes, this is my timer, I have to work on this. So whether it's you know writing my emails, whether it's writing a contract for my clients, or it's writing a content writing, or for this podcast, or recording my podcast, whatever that is. I set 25 minutes of timer and then focus it. By the way, I just found out this technique about three months ago and I'm killing it. When I say I'm killing it, it's working so well. It just gives you that efficiency, you know, the productivity and everything is just so smooth since then. So once the timer rings, you have to take five minute break. You can do anything in that five-minute break. I prefer to relax, drink my glass of water, move around, shake the energy, and go hug my kids. Yes. And then once you take the break, you know, we're refreshed, and then you come back to the next Pomodoro. And to be honest, my personal experience has been that this helps us keep our spirits, you know, since each Pomodoro is so manageable by itself to start, and you don't even have to think about the entire project that you need to finish. It's just about that small little task that you have, you know, decided to, to do in that 25 minutes. And to be honest, the steady pace of 25 minutes of the focus keeps us away From getting worn out. Thus it saves us a lot of energy and some sanity. And because of this Pomodoro technique, I tell you I have been able to sleep early rather than working those late nights to record my podcast. But also I have to warn you that the simple Pomodoro technique only works if you, you know, follow the rules. The first and the most important rule is you have to complete the 25-minute of Pomodoro. And once you've finished your Pomodoro, you save all your work, and then you have to take your five-minute break because breaks are mandatory. They're not optional. And you have to take this very seriously. If you want to maintain a focused mind, then... You have to give it a break, you know, and you need to give yourself a break, which means that you can't waste your five minute break by checking your email or checking your social media or doing anything that's not serving you instead, you know you can relax and distract yourself by by shaking up the energy and pushing the task that you've just completed out of your mind and enjoy that feeling of accomplishment. Celebrate that for last 25 minutes, you focused and you finished one task. And even if you didn't finish it, you worked on something for 25 straight minutes, which is a big thing to celebrate. So celebrate yourself in that that five minutes and allow your mind to recalibrate. So, you know, you can focus on the next task that you need to work on. And my friend, if you for some reason don't stick to this rule of 25-minute work and 5-minute break, then it becomes harder to stay motivated. And so in keeping with the schedule of 25 minutes and of focus followed by 5 minutes of rest is must. And this is how you can show your mind that it needs to sustain its focus for short intervals and thus making it easier to stay motivated and stay productive and also if you are one of those parents who can get to do four pomadaries, then hey congratulations treat yourself you have you know you have to tr- treat yourself with a longer break of 15 to 30 minutes i don't ever get to do four pomadaries. i do three pomodoros at a time um sometimes it's just two so it all depends on how the kids are feeling and, and how my energy is because i also focus on how am I feeling in the evenings to, to focus on my project? So I hope this helps. And yes, my friend, I know this was a very jam-packed episode because we went from procrastination to finding the root cause, to asking the questions. From from finding the root cause, you went to to going to the action mode, to going to, you know, to building a structure, planning and then at the end we went on to the execution mode using the Pomodoro technique. So my friend, all you need to beat the procrastination and to get started is a timer and a list of tasks that you want to work with. And so the message I want to give today is Don't get caught in a web of distractions and rather plan your project with this Pomodoro Technique, which is as simple as it is effective. Chop your to-do list into more manageable 25-minute chunks and get going, achieve those dreams, and celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself so that your kids can see you celebrating and they can learn and they can model the behavior and the productivity that they're witnessing. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmital.com, and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.